0: Operator 901, where's the emergency? Mom, I messed up. I need help. This is the reality of 2019. Young adults attending parties from the age of 15 to 20. And of course, it might seem that drinking and using other substances brings more fun to the party, but I want you to think about the effects it might have in the long run. What about the effects on your future? What about the effects on the people around you? To what extent are you willing to take this? Mom, I heard someone. A research study provided by the American Journal of Public Health shows injury, death rates, and death by cause for persons aged 15 to 24 years, United States, 1979 to 1984. Determines that a low drinking age will be associated with a high injury death rate among those who can drink legally. In their second study of mortalities in the changes of drinking ages and their effects on death of motor vehicle drivers, motorcyclists, pedestrians, unintentional injuries, suicides, homicides, and all injuries, they observed that when you drink underage, you have a higher risk of injuring someone else. The exact Words state, the finishing indicate that raising the LDA may have three effects. Delaying legal access to alcohol among pre-LDA adolescents, preventing traumatic deaths that occur with legal access, and delaying the onset of heavy drinking and association fatal injuries that can occur with experience. Mom, it was an accident.
1: What do you want me to do? You're 18.
0: Now we will hear from someone who had the experience with alcohol and drugs, and what was their experience. Hi. Hello. So would you mind telling you, telling you a little bit about yourself and sure. why you're here?
1: Um, my name is Jake. I am a person in long-term recovery. I have been continuously free of uh, all-minded mood-altering chemicals, legal and illegal, for about 16 and a half years. I uh, got sober originally when I was 17, and I have been uh, a member of the recovery community, actively working to help other people since that point. And so I'm really excited that you asked me to answer a couple questions, and hopefully it'll be... Helpful for you and your project. Yes.
0: Okay, I guess the big question that we want to ask you is, um, what or how can you tell the difference or what is the difference between being at a party and having fun, like a high school party where people drink and do crazy stuff. Um, compared to then um, my having a problem and not knowing if you have the problem and how you can seek help or um, figure that out.
1: Sure, so the the big question that you consider when you're discussing anything having to do with substance abuse, alcoholism, drug abuse, drug addiction, is the impact that it has on your life. Essentially, the person who has the problem, like a real problem with substance abuse versus the, problem who, the person who doesn't, um, the person who doesn't is able to still execute their lives, do their stuff, go to school, have solid relationships with their family, have friends, um, they're essentially able to meet the responsibilities of their lives. Um, and their use or, or drinking doesn't impact that at all. Right. So for instance, somebody who maybe doesn't have a problem would look like I have a big test on Friday, so they don't go to the party on Thursday night or they go to the party, but it's only for a little while or they go to the party and they make a decision ahead of time that like I'm only going to have, you know, one drink and then I'm going to go home or I'm going to hang out and then they do that. The big part of somebody who's maybe having an issue with substance abuse is that they change their life to fit their use. the The regular kind of non addict, non alcoholic person is somebody who changes their life to fit their use. So, for instance, you know, in that same scenario, if I have a test on Friday, um, and and you know, instead of going. It may being able to make a decision to not go out to the party Thursday or only have a little bit or to just go hang out what will happen is i don't have any control once I start, so i'll go and then i'll then I'll be sick the next day you know quote unquote sick or um i'll find a reason why I need an extension or i'll just not come to school or whatever it is, so I start to wrap my life around my use versus the other way around the other kind of big way to tell uh problem versus not problem is if if people are willing to and it's really hard to do if you look at the why um if you look at why people drink and do drugs and you know in high school in college etc for most people it's social it's fun it's experimentation it's part of the experience of college or you know even now although it's totally illegal and you shouldn't be doing this high school um you know it's part of the experience and then there's other people who who access that as a way to manage their emotions, right? I, um, struggled with depression and anxiety and rage and some of the other kind of mental health issues and what I found was drinking and doing drugs was a really great way for me to cope with those underlying things, um, so that I could do my life, um, and so the why is is different. And, and you know, it's not – this is a long answer, I know, but it's not always cut and dry. I think a lot of people start with having fun and then they find out that they can manage their internal experience. They can manage their emotions and how they think with it and then it becomes more and more important to them that they do that. So I can't go to school because I can't deal with the anxiety unless I have a couple drinks in the morning or I – you know, smoke marijuana or do whatever I need to do, um, before, just to get to school. And it's not a, it's not a A or B. It's it's a lot. It tends to be kind of a lot of gray area, which makes it really hard hard to tell. But um, I think that the it's not a it's not the best way. But I think if the thought ever is crossed somebody's mind, like hey, I may be having a problem with this, it, it's worth looking into, because people who don't have a problem with it don't ever really say stuff like that
0: and do you think there's if um you um didn't have the problems when you were a teenager do you think your life would be different now anyway
1: or well I think of course it would like, be yeah. you know different but I, I think that the the real question that you're asking is uh, or the question I heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's this idea of, if it was possible maybe to intervene earlier, if it was possible for somebody to know earlier, if it was possible for somebody to help earlier, would it have been different? Of course it would. The, the problem is that, for somebody who's really having a problem. It doesn't look like a problem. It doesn't feel like a problem. It really feels like the answer to my problem. That's really why it's so difficult. So when people were uh, coming to me to say, uh, "Hey, I think you have a problem with this," or "Hey, I think you have something else," my response is, "I'm I'm confused and baffled because this is this is what's kind of making my life work, and I don't understand why you have such a problem with it." So, um, so I think that the. The key in, in getting help or in being helpful, is is just kind of being aware of, you know, yourself being aware of the people around you. Um, nobody gets sober, gets into recovery alone. It's almost, uh, and I won't even I, I'll I'll go out on the limb even and say it's always a relationship. It's always a friend who says. You know, you need some help or a parent, um, boyfriend, a girlfriend, you know, family member. Somebody always says you need to look at this, and I'm gonna be there. And, and you know, they know enough. They may not. They don't have to know anything about addiction or substance abuse. All they need to know is you're obviously hurt, and you're making some decisions that I, you know, are, are scary, and, and I, you know, can help you with that. And it's that moment of connection. I think that that brings people to the place where they're willing to look at it
0: and is that what um changed your uh
1: essentially yeah i think that that you know i i went to treatment for the first time when i was 15 and lived in and out of programs for quite a while and um you know culminating in in two years uh in a row where i lived somewhere you know i lived in an institution so um and I think that the the what essentially gets people to a place where they're willing to look is is not a, necessarily a program or a doctor or a you know anything. I mean all those things are wonderful and they help, you know, a therapist can always be counselor, uh all good things. But it is essentially about people. Essentially it's about uh somebody was there and available when I was capable of looking at it, um, which is a hard thing to do. I think one of the things about, you know, substance abuse is, is that it tends to isolate you from everybody else. And um, I know when I was a kid, you know, drug addict, alcoholic, were, were old, kind of old people deals, you know what I mean? It wasn't, a, you know, I was having fun, I was partying, I was, you know... Etc. Etc. And and, you know, I, I thought of the the alcoholic as the guy pushing the shopping cart with a beard and, the, the you know, the big, the greasy, you know, gross guy, homeless, and, and the drug addict was the guy who was, you know, shooting heroin in McDonald's bathroom, and, and I wasn't either one of those things. So it was hard to see myself in that light until I had some people around me who were willing to kind of say, you know, listen, if you're trying to control it, it's already out of control. if. Uh, you know, if you're, if the things in your, if you're losing things that used to matter, if your priorities are shifting, if, uh, you know, if you can't go to bed at night and put your head on the pillow and and be generally happy with the way your life is, those are all problems. And, And, you know, maybe this is contributing to it. It might not be the cause of it. And, and the people who I think helped me the most were the people that didn't moralize. They didn't tell me, like, ooh, drug addiction is bad, drinking is bad. They're not bad. These, none of these things are bad things. None of this, uh, you know, there's nothing in my opinion that is, you know, inherently wrong with with uh, drinking or, or other stuff, which is just, it, it has to do with the quality of your life, right? And, and I know plenty of people who, who drink and, and, you know, do drugs and whatever, and and they're totally happy with the quality of their life. And I don't get to tell them otherwise. But it also gets like more a little more complicated when you're dealing with minors. But, you know, I think essentially that's what it comes down to is there was somebody there who was uh, objective, who was present, who was willing to offer, uh, you know, kind of had their hand out and said, you know, if you want it, I'll help you. If you don't want it, that's fine too. Come see me when you do or... Um, so I think that it really boils down to you know relationship
0: Is there any um last word of advice you'd want to share with your audience sure i
1: I don't really give advice i don't mm-hmm. and I don't have any expertise outside of my own experience. I don't really have anything to that can kind of uh sum up you know. You know, hey kids, don't do drugs. You know what I mean? It's not really like that because that's not real to the world we live in. I think that um, the the important thing, whether it comes kind of to life as a teenager in your twenties, in your fifties, is to know that if there's if you're in a position, if there's something going on that you need help if you in any way feel that this is a problem, that there are people who are happy and willing and, and ready to do whatever they can. And, uh, and that, you know, it's a lonely thing to live in addiction, I think, especially as a teenager. Um, but there's, you know, people, there's a community, there's things to do and, and, um, uh, and all you have to do is know that, I think. Whether you ever utilize it, just knowing that it's available is a big step. That's
0: great. Thank you so much.
1: Please, I need help.
0: This is a serious problem with limited solutions. But I hope this podcast has taught you something about choices. That it is your choice and your entire path can stem from it. This is not to say you should never do this, but if you do... Please use moderation. This is but one of the many examples portraying the message. But what choice you make is yours. Although, with that choice, can arise serious problems, especially exposing yourself to substances before proper time. This podcast is designed by Victoria Kessler, 2019.